0: Hello and welcome back to Two Spot Monkeys live. It's been a little while, um, been like three weeks, I think, Tom, since we were able to get together. Life, life just gets in the way sometimes. So,
1: hey, Tom, does. how you doing? I'm I'm doing good. Yeah, I this beard has grown since the last time we <laughs> recorded. So that you watch last episode and watch this one, and you can see the difference. Also, I lost some hair up top. So go figure.
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was looking, uh, as you know, I run a trivia company, and I've been doing online trivia nights through quarantine stuff. And uh, I was looking back at the just the the thumbnails on the videos uh, for just to look at them and and see mainly if I need to up you know get the computer higher that kind of thing. And it's funny you can watch my hair grow through the thumbnails of the videos. Like oh we got long got long oh there I got a haircut. Like, that's it's bad. All right, well enough about our haircuts and our beards. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what everybody? That's not what we're here for. Exactly. <laughs> right. If people have made it through the first minute of this show, maybe they'll hang in there with us again for a little while. Uh, But uh, we've got mainly three topics that we want to talk about tonight, Um, but plenty to talk about within those. Um, And the first is the New Japan Cup, which started a couple of weeks back now, um, or a week and a half ago, maybe. uh, Middle of June, anyways, whatever that was. And uh, Tom and I are both up to date, I think, right, Tom? You're up to date. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Up to date on the New Japan Cup, but uh, we had—I had hoped. I don't know about Tom. I had hoped to watch them all with English commentary. Um, I was under the impression when they first went uh, started that Kevin Kelly was going to be doing English commentary like right after the fact, and they'd be up later that day. Um, they've taken about two days to get the English commentary up, which I don't—you know—things take time. I get it. Uh, so, so I've been watching it with Japanese commentary mainly. <laughs> um, but I'll tell you the empty arena stuff um that we've been seeing whether it's new japan aew wwe of course they've been adding in fans now um the arena doesn't seem as quiet for new japan with japanese commentary on because they're so excited about everything and they get so into the call and yelling and screaming and that sort of thing that it kind of helps me not think about the fact there's nobody there um
1: well, so I don't know and, 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 no, and Japanese crowds were or have been traditionally quieter to begin with, right? So so you do you do miss the ebb and flow like of reactions that may have happened in a different time. So as we move towards Dominion, it's gonna be really interesting to see what that looks like when fans yeah. are back. Um, but yeah, I, I would say like the product has not seemed unauthentic at all in the return, which has been good.
0: It it has. I've really enjoyed it. I, I have skipped over a couple of the, uh, you know, random six or eight man tags. Um, they're thrown in that extra match each time and much like a lot of the road Two shows in the past and that I kind of a lot of things don't happen. in those usually, although every once in a while, I know like at uh, what the Together Project, their first show back, I think if I have you seen that show, Tom? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, if I remember, I didn't see the whole show. I've seen most of it and I need to go back and finish it. Um, But Shingo walked away from the uh, L.I.J. fist bump thing at the end. Is that correct? Did I read that right?
1: I watched it, but I don't remember. Because I I have watched everything, like, match for match the whole way through. So, like, and and I'll I'll admit, like, I was so focused on the New Japan Cup that I was more interested in getting through that show as opposed to, like, tuning in to details. So... I can't recall, so I apologize.
0: And, of course, if if he did, you know, that would have seemed to have been a, uh, I don't know, precursor to say maybe he was going to go deep into the tournament. But um, Tom and I have both done picks in a bracket tournament. And, uh, Tom, uh, who did you pick to win the tournament, Tom, at the beginning of this tournament?
1: I picked Shingo Takagi.
0: Yeah, yeah. I had Shingo in the finals. So between the two of us, uh, we're in trouble right now. That's what we're saying. I, I've still got my winner alive. Hiromu Takahashi uh, was my winner. Um, I just I, I think that's what they're building to is him and Naito since they were going to do that at the anniversary show. Uh, but yet, yeah, I'm not convinced about that either. Uh, but I thought Shingo was going to go far. I thought we were going to get an L- all-L.I.J. final, which we still could. Either Evil or Sonata could come out of that right side. Uh, but I thought it was going to be Shingo and show uh, messed that up for us. So I do have the tournament here. We can throw the bracket up on the screen. Um, tell you what, let me get rid of that banner so we can see everything at the bottom too. There we go. Um, so on the, on the let's see, left side while you're looking at the bracket, um, we're already to the quarterfinals in that case. Um, and we have Chomohiro uh, Ishii who will take on Hiromu Takahashi, my upcoming winner, hopefully, uh, on that side. And then in the other uh, quarterfinal, you have Okada versus Ishimori, which I think will be really interesting. Um, That being a junior versus heavy, uh, both of them, I guess, being junior versus heavyweight uh, matches. You know, those matches will take place here on Thursday morning. Uh, Tomorrow morning, however, uh, we can come back to those quarterfinals maybe in a minute. Uh, Tomorrow morning, though, Wednesday morning, or, or earlier this morning, if you're watching this on Wednesday, uh, we have the second round on the right side of the bracket, which is Taichi versus Koto Bushi, Sonata versus Sho, uh, Yoshihashi versus Bushi, and Evil versus Hiroki Goto. Um Tom, what do you think about Wednesday? Where uh, where do you see those those second round matches breaking out to?
1: Sure. Before we get there, I do want to yep. just take a step back if we're okay, just to look at while we while I leave the bracket up. Um, okay. I would. I just want. Love to hear your thoughts about how the tournaments played out so far. Um, I'll share mine if you don't mind, and then, and then I'd love to, and then we can build to tomorrow, and then to kind of maybe thumbnail book the rest, if as if we were in charge. Um, I, I've again going back to the whole start of like the authentic feel of what New Japan has has been like for me and and my uh periodic watching here here and there and um i'm I'm fingers crossed planning on staying a subscriber to new japan world going forward because i like again you can't eat the same meat every day you know you don't want just chicken you want hamburger you want chicken you want pork or something along that line well new japan allows that variety so um it's been a fresh uh addition to my wrestling watching um as I carve out even more time for myself. Uh, but with that in mind, uh, I'll, I'll say this. The the big things that I've taken away from the tournament so far, um, I really like Yuimura um, the young lion. Um, I was hoping he would beat Kanemaru, but uh, I was really still satisfied with that match, and I've liked seeing him in some of the six-man, so I'm excited to watch him develop as a young lion moving forward. Um, the Nagata-Minoru-Suzuki uh, match, was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Um, The Desperado Ishii match was awesome. Uh, And the match uh, that was the most uh, enjoyable for me, uh, uh, or uh, outcome notwithstanding for my own personal gain was Takagi and Sho. Um, That actually, that match is my fourth overall favorite match of the year that I've watched in 2020 um so that just speaks to you don't need a crowd to have a tremendously high quality match um man everything in that match just it clicked for me and again i've been a fan of shingo for the longest time and i don't know that i'll ever not be a fan but the the back as i learned more about that and then how it played out um again despite my my rooting interests it, it was great so um i on the left side of the bracket, when you're looking at the screen, that's kind of gone for the most part for me as I would have expected. Um, the right side of the bracket, uh, there was a lot of a lot of things that um, have happened that I wouldn't have necessarily predicted. But I think as I kind of shared with you and we were chatting about this in a thread that we're in discussing this this tournament, you know, had I been kind of maybe more either in tune with some of the stories, Back to when the shutdown happened, and/or had the ability to see the Together Project and listen to English commentary before making picks for this Cup, I may have, I may have, maybe also not have picked different things. So um, it's been incredibly enjoyable. And then I also think like they're building things that you're going to see depending on who wins and who loses to towards Dominion when we when we end up there in mid July. So, um, yeah, I'd lo- lo- love to hear your thoughts about how you have seen the tournament play out, uh, what's what struck you or stuck with you, and then we and then we can talk about tomorrow.
0: Sure. Yeah, and, and I'm much the same as you. Um, it, all the matches you mentioned, Ishii and Desperado, uh, Nagata and Suzuki, and of course Show and Shingo um, have been awesome um, matches. Um, I, I have to say Desperado is somebody – the Desperado and Kane Maru um, team – is just one that's never clicked for me. Um, and so to enjoy his match so much with Ishii, um, I thought was was interesting to me because I really haven't, it's not that I just dis- don't like Desperado, um, but um, he's just never really clicked for me as somebody that I look forward to seeing. Um, but I saw a little bit more in him in that match, even in losing. Uh, so that'll be uh, that interesting to see play forward um, for me personally. Um, and Ishi and Makabe, I mean, they've had battles over the never overweight, never open weight title years ago that were wars. So that was that's always fun too. They just beat the tar out of each other, and you know, good times. Um, Yano's out of the tournament. That's a good thing in my world um, because I just Toro Yano is not my my cup of tea. Um, I, you know, thinking about on that right side, you're right. Obviously, show that was a big upset. I probably should have seen it coming i watched a podcast video cast that kevin kelly uh gino and uh the i think he's british uh gentlemen who who they handle the english commentary usually now for new japan um did previewing this tournament and they talked about that match and how show had been uh, trying to get a win over shingo for so long and then uh you know that this might be his chance and and had i thought about that more maybe I would have picked show, but I didn't. And I picked Shingo and that's going to hurt for a while here in the tournament as we move forward in our bracket. Um, on the, the top of that bracket, um, Chi and Saber. I mean, to me, it seems like that's going to be the tag title match at Dominion is Tanahashi Ibushi versus Tai Chi and Saber. Um, so to have them all kind of co intermingling, um, here in the early rounds of the tournament, um, I think makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, I don't see Ibushi or Taichi winning the tournament now. Um, because of that, um, Ibushi, I would have seen as a possibility. I certainly didn't think Taichi was going to win the tournament. Um, although he's been, he's been growing on me. He's another one I didn't like in the past, but he's been growing on me. Um, yeah, the tournament has played out really fun, really well. Uh, they've kept the shows to right around two hours, which I think has been good. Um, and that's even with about a 10 or 15-minute intermission that you know you can just kind of zip through because I've been out watching them live. Um, so I feel like I'm getting through the shows in a reasonable amount of time. Um, it's not been a labor to watch those shows. Uh, with my schedule coming up over the next few days, I'm not quite sure when I'm going to get these shows outside of tomorrow watched. Um, it might be a few days. So, um, But we've got... We're gonna spend a little time around friends um of course safely um in the next few days so uh we'll see how that all plays out over over that um and and have some obligations on thursday too so anyways uh yeah let's talk about uh tomorrow tom and uh even maybe maybe book out the quarterfinals as well on the second um uh, so tomorrow taichi and abushi what are you thinking
1: I'm going to start actually at the bottom of the bracket if you don't mind. To, I, I think it's a little easier to go to the bottom bracket and watch. I'll be wrong tomorrow. So so when we come <laughs> back and record next week, you can remind me of that. Um, <laughs> on the bottom, I think you end up getting, I thought originally Yoshihashi and Evil. But as I was looking at the bracket and thinking more about it and maybe how this may play out, I could see it being Goto and Bushi or Yoshihashi heading into June j- July the second. Um, again, I, I'm a good thing we're not doing a Pick'em here because it is truly a Pick'em. Um I, I, no matter what coming out of this this section of the bracket, I either see evil or go to being being the eventual quarterfinal uh, or final four participant in the top there. Um you know, I do agree with you uh, with what you said a minute ago about the tag title match at Dominion. Uh, so obviously, someone has to win tomorrow. I think it's Tai Chi. I think um, I think having the Tanahashi win and then the Ibushi win adds to the 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 um, uh, oh gosh, why am I having a word retrieval moment? Uh, the the motivation or the 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 justification for the tag title match. Um, and then I think that he faces probably Sonata. Uh, but again, if they're looking to build up show uh, beyond Rapongi 3K, uh, that's a great way to do it. Um, so I, I'll come back to that because I'm going to jump to the other side of the bracket real quick and just say, um, actually, let me, I'll stop there. I think we're going to end up with Tai Chi and Goto as being the semifinal on that side. So I'm jumping ahead to the third. Um, what do you think on that side of the bracket?
0: Yeah, on that side, um, I'm I'm with you. I, I I'm thinking Evil Yoshihashi. Um, it seems to me that they really want to build Yoshihashi to something, um, into something. I guess so. I I kind of see him getting past Bushi. I, I could even maybe see him getting past Evil. Um, you know they could tell a story where he has to get past you know Bushi evil and say Sanada um <clears throat> to get into the final four um or to get into the finals i guess that would be um, Sonata would be would be in the final four um, so yeah uh, that i'm going yoshihashi and evil um, and i don't remember how i picked it in my bracket to be honest i'd have to pull that up um i i think they're going to tell the story that show is so spent from his win, even though it was a week ago um, or a little more than a week ago. Um, is so spent from his win over Shingo that Sonata gets him. And, uh, and I, I, if Sonata wins that match, then I mean, Sonata is kind of a baby face is L I J baby faces. Kind of sort of um, <laughs> they're tweeners. Um, then I'd go probably Tai Chi, um, so I'd have Tai Chi against Sonata, Yoshihashi, and and uh, Evil, and just for fun, I think it'd be really fun to see an Evil and Sonata match. Um, I know they've they've wrestled before in the G1 and that sort of thing, but I think that would be a fun fun match to get um, since that side of the bracket's blown up for me in the tournament, anyways. <laughs> Shingo out, um, Evil and Sonata would be fun in the semis. Uh, and then we've got the other side uh, to talk about, uh, which would be Ishi and sorry, I'm just following the blue lines here. Ishi and Takahashi. Um, for me, uh, well, I don't know how it would happen. I need Hiromu Takahashi to win that match. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm going with Takahashi somehow. Uh, Daryl interferes or something. I don't know. Um, but Okada and uh, Ishi Mori. I just can't see Ishimori getting the win over uh, Kazushika Okada. Uh, You know, Okada is kind of, you know, not kind of. He's the guy. I mean, he's he's the top guy, even though he doesn't have the belts right now. Um, And I just can't see Ishimori being put in a position where he's going to usurp, you know, that guy. Um, I don't think there's a. You know, when you get to Takashi, you know Okada. There's a story to be told why Takashi might get past him because he wants that match with Naito. Blah blah blah. I'm jumping ahead a little bit there, but um, I don't think there's a good enough reason to put him, Ishimori over Okada. What are you thinking on that left side there, Tom?
1: Yeah, um, it, it seems so logical to just say Okada, Okada straight to the finals, right? Because he's the name. that being said, that's not always how. You know, these these important unplanned or unanticipated wins tend up being bigger, right? So whoever that be, be it Ishimori, be it uh, Takahashi, probably not Ishii as much, but I can see that still being important. Any one of those beat Okada to go to the final um, or on their road to the final, it's a bigger story in the end. Um, but will it happen? That, that's, that's the million-dollar question. Um, to your to your wishes and your brackets playing out, a, ta- a Takahashi Ishimori semifinal mm-hmm. would would be a lot of fun. Um, in the same breath, that I think an Ishii Okada final would be a lot of fun. Um, I think the least fun, while it's still probably really good, would be Ishii versus Ishimori. Um, I'm gonna say, I. I the Takahashi run in the tournament so far has been weird. Like the Hanma match was, was, was really entertaining and and pretty competitive that Yano match was super goofy and they built to it in the six man, the day prior with the whole cutting of the hair threat. Uh, and the fact that, that Takahashi had to get the win by count out because the goofy, uh, leg tape and elevator spot, um, it, it it does make you go wondering like, okay, now he's gonna be in there with the stone pit bull on the second. Uh, he's gonna have to bring his game up a, a significant level. Um, just for the sake of having fun when we come back to it next week, I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna say Ishii Okada as the semi on that side of the bracket, opposite Tai Chi and Goto and then and then we're going to record next week before the 11th. So, um we'll talk about the final
0: next week. Yep. Should we uh, go ahead and pick who we think our finalists will be now though? Um since that will happen before we record on the Yeah. Third.
1: Yeah. So, I'll uh, uh, uh gosh. I'm gonna, I'm going to say Goto either Goto Okada, gosh, well, it has to be a Goto Okada or Ishii on that side. Oh. Uh, okay, so I feel good with Goto. The other one, gosh, it's, I feel like I could flip a coin, but I feel like, I feel like I just want to lean towards Okada because he's the man, he's the rainmaker. Uh, uh, but I, but is is uh, I'm I'm gonna talk myself out of this. Why do you do this to me, Jim? Uh, <laughs> le- I'm gonna I wanna go Ishii Goto as the final.
0: Ishii Goto. Wow, I. I would not have guessed that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still sticking with my Takahashi pick. I agree with you. His booking has been very strange thus far. I would like to see him turn it up a notch here with Ishii. My, my guess is, purely if I'm booking this, is Takahashi does try something goofy early on, and Ishii just smacks the holy crap out of him, and maybe that gets him into, uh, you know, paying attention or something. I don't know. Um, but I'll go Takahashi, and then let's see. I had Evil and Sonata in my semi over there. Um, Takahashi Sonata makes more sense to me stylistically. Um, I think they could have actually a really good match. Uh, that sounds like such a weird final. We've both picked finals now in our in our second chance brackets, I guess for lack of a better word, um, without Okada in them. and and I think actually in the bracket competition we're in, Neither of us had Okada as well. I think we had the same final, didn't we? You had Takahashi there as well? I did. I did. Okay. Um, yep. In our original picks. So um, so this could all go to, Really what we're doing is we're covering our bet, and we're going to say that at some point before the finals, we picked the right final. Um, one of us did, because we're going to pick every combination possible until then. Um, well, this will be fun to uh, come back to next week, uh, be able to see how how badly we've totally flubbed it up hey i wondered it looks like my camera is frozen a little bit um you can still hear me fine though right tom
1: i got you loud and clear yes sir
0: all right well i'm just gonna stop my camera for a minute and then i'm gonna restart it and see if that helps and if not we'll just keep recording because ultimately my dulcet tones are more important than my beautiful face and maybe my camera will wake up um since i host a live trivia night it's fun that it kind of keeps changing every few seconds um It'll catch me in, oh, good, that's a good look. Right <laughs> uh, excellent. Well, hopefully this will fix itself, and if not, um, at least the audio will be there. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> annoying. All right, well, let's go on.
1: This, uh, this is what we waited three weeks to come back for. I mean, Yeah, apparently.
0: Hopefully, though, it, you know, at least if the audio stays, um, and even if I drop myself off the camera for a second, um, it will uh it hopefully won't totally kick any us out like like it did uh i think that was the last time we recorded wasn't it when it booted yeah. you ended up getting lost
1: yes yeah the joys we, of of internet
0: yes exactly well it's not the joys of the internet it's the joys of the camera at this point but at least at least my audio is working well um well anything else on the new japan cup tom i think we've
1: no super excited again the uh the goal and the challenge uh both in the same breath will be for me the next three days i do not work so do i do i do i get fortunate enough do i make do i make this the the the, uh action do i take the action to rise early with coffee every morning and watch live because back to one thing that when you were talking about that how you've been watching in the Japanese commentary. I think I've been about maybe 50 50 60 40 with the commentary. Um some of the shows I've waited on some of the shows I haven't wanted to wait on. Um the next three days I, I really don't want to wait. I've been very very fortunate to stay spoiler free. Um but I, I'm really eager to see the next couple rounds come together. So I think I want to and I have the means to get up early and dive right in.
0: Excellent. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with this uh, sound little thing there, I guess, for right now, because um, I it, you'll have to go back and watch this, Tom. I don't know if you were watching the the stills that popped up of my face as you were talking, but it kind of made it look like I had really great reactions to what you were saying. Like I couldn't <laughs> leave it one time, and I oh the joys. I I was just looking in the the settings here, and it says if I'm having trouble to restart my browser, which would stop recording, I would think. So we're not gonna do that. Um, 25 minutes in, let's not. Um, all right. Well, the next thing up on our docket would be Fighter Fest, Night One. Fighter Fest this year, a two-night event, uh, being brought to us basically as two episodes of Dynamite on on TNT. Both this week, July 1st, and then July 8th, two-night uh, pay-per-view quality event. Uh, we're just going to talk this week about Night One of Fighter Fest, and then actually at the end of this show when we're done with fighter fest we're going to talk about night one of the great american bash as well from nxt we're going to talk about night one now because we're going to get back together hopefully with a camera that works uh before night two happens next week um and wwe hasn't released much of a card for night two anyway so it would be hard for us to preview night two but we'll just start with fighter fest with aew tom let me run the card down for you and then do you do you want to do brief match by match or do you want to talk just highs and low points. What do you? How do you think? We didn't really talk about that.
1: Yeah, no. Let's just let's do highs and lows. Um, in the interest of covering this succinctly, and then also moving on to Great American Bash.
0: Sounds good. Well, let me run down the card for uh, Night One of Fighter Fest. Uh, we have a tag team match: MJF and Wardlow are going to take on Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. I'm sure Mar- Marco Stunt will be around ringside at that. Uh, we have Private Party with Matt Hardy in their cordy, in their corner. Cardi. i'm just everything rhymes now um apparently they've kind of formed a trio called the hardy party uh okay we'll talk about that in a minute private <laughs> party versus santana or nortiz uh the AEW women's world title is on the line hikaru shida defends versus penelope ford uh is this her first defense tom i i think so i think so too i think so trying to remember Um, I think so. Uh, Kenny Omega and Hangman Page defend the world tag team titles against best friends of Trent Beretta, or Trent, I guess, and Chuck Taylor. And then the TNT title match uh, looks to be, at least the way they've got it listed currently, maybe the main event. Although I could see that tag title match going on the main event, too. Uh, But the TNT title match, Cody defends against Jake Hager. Um, Tom, what are you looking forward to out of those uh, five matches on night one?
1: Yeah, I mean, Preface or, or preview statement for the whole kind of the next two weeks, at least as of right now, I think the Fighter Fest cards are head and shoulders above um, where NXT's at. Uh, again, NXT obviously has room to grow. I found it interesting that kind of Fighter Fest was out there and lingering, kind of the hype was building. And then kind of like, it was then like an afterthought. It seemed like great American bash. And again, I know they're competing, whether they want to admit that they're competing or not. They obviously are competing, but NXT WWE looks kind of bad in my opinion, when they announce like a big deal, like, oh, it's in two weeks, it's the title versus title match. It's the all, everything on the line. And then now it's great American bash. And then now you've got Sasha Banks coming in. Um, So again, Far be it from me. I've never been one who's gone, gone been like, oh, I'm all pro AEW or I'm all pro NXT. I've probably actually been more so like on the bandwagon of NXT than AEW in the past. But I'm gravitating, at least in this conversation that we're having today, with all of the momentum in, in my desire to watch live uh, all in the direction of AEW um, for t- for the Wednesday this week. Uh, we're recording on Tuesday, so tomorrow night. Um, Easily, it's the two title matches. Oh, I'm sorry, the the two men's title matches that have got my interest the most. Um, I think Best Friends, as we talked about in past episodes, have a legitimate shot of dethroning Omega and Hangman Page. At the same time, it may not happen. Uh, and then um, I've really enjoyed the way that Cody's been doing the open challenges and. Um, while the Ricky Starks match a couple weeks ago wasn't super great in comparison to the Mark Quinn and the Jungle Boy matches, um, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not arguing with what Cody's been doing to, to, to make that kind of a destination viewing. Um, but all of the matches that are happening, they make a lot of sense on paper. Um, the one thing I will say, that's just really kind of a head scratcher to me is the idea that we and i think we both thought this that it was going to be like eventually jericho and hardy kind of after double or nothing and they've gone completely away from that so that's that's an interesting thing now obviously he's involved with inner circle with this with this match private party and proud and powerful but and Jericho but,
0: is going to be on commentary night one.
1: Yeah, right. So, 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 again, so maybe the build is longer, and who knows, right? So obviously, you know we're we're we have the we have the lens of looking at what's been happening in the last you know three to five weeks and what's happening this weekend and next weekend. Uh, and we know what Jericho's doing next week too. That being said, it seems interesting that it seems um, or that they they pivoted away from uh, at least for now, the Jericho Hardy
0: match. I agree. My, my only assumption is they're going to save it for all out. Um, I, I kind of think you can start to see the seeds of all out coming together. Um, I assume that's where we'll get FTR and the young bucks. We'll talk more about that next week um, with the build to their eight man. Um, I, I'm, I'm thinking that's where Jericho Hardy ends up. Um, but that's not till September. So early September, but still September. Um, so they got a lot to do between now and then, uh, so if that's the case, I hope they do come back to it, even though I'm not dying for another Matt Hardy, Chris Jericho match, but they spent so much time building it, and, and building the issue between them, that for that reason, I want to see it come to a conclusion, um, even if it's not necessarily the top of my list of matches I want to see, uh, in 2020, but, uh, I am with you Tom. Uh, I, I think AEW just just to the fact that they have cards for both nights announced. Um that alone uh helps drive the the excitement for their shows a little bit more for me. Um you know, don't get me wrong, Adam Cole Keith Lee I think will be great on week 2 of the Great American Bash. Uh but that's the only match they have announced so far. And they've got plenty of guys Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano, Karrion Cross. Uh we haven't seen Ciampa since Cross ch- choked him out. Um I don't think we have anyways, Um, you know, Santos Escobar, the new cruiserweight champion. I mean, our our Santos Escobar versus Drake Maverick for the cruiserweight title should be on one of these two nights, unless Maverick really is hurt and they wrote him off, you know, for a little while or something. I haven't heard that, but, um, and, and totally an aside, come back to some other time. I love the Santos Escobar character. I love what they're doing with that guy. And if Jordan Devlin, it does or doesn't able to come back, just, they're calling him the Cruiserweight champ anyways. They're not even using the word interim anymore. Even though if you go to WWE.com, they list both Jordan Devlin and Santos Escobar um, as both Cruiserweight champion. Uh, so, uh, they don't even know what they're doing at this point with it. So, but aside, I love Escobar. Um, <laughs> and if they make Mendoza and Wild actually mean something and not just be the lackeys that get beat up for him, then I'll be super happy about that too. Uh, but that's an aside. It has nothing to do with Fighter Fest, which is what we're talking about right now. Uh, those men's title matches, I think, are going to be great. I did think it was a little bit weird last week that they didn't have Cody defend the TNT title, but yet they showed the promo where he said, every single week I'll be out here defending the title. Um, it was a, just a little continuity thing that I was like, huh. Now, all they would have had to do is make some comment about, you know, he put the Open Challenge on hold for one week to focus all of his attention on Jake Hager after, you know, whatever, um, after the press conference or something. Um, they easily could have covered it. They didn't. It's not the end of the world. It'll be a good match. I think I like Hager a lot. Um, so I, I'm excited to see this match. Cody knows how to do the big match thing. Um, I agree with you. The Starks match is probably the weakest of his three title defenses. Um, although that being said, um, Ricky Starks has something about him. It, it's got... Got to take time to develop yet, um, but there's definitely a charisma there, and and he's good. Um, I wouldn't call him great in the ring yet, but he's good. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see there. I think that's going to be a really, really strong match, though. The tag title match, I have to admit, I think we maybe talked about this a couple weeks ago. I have never been the biggest Chuck Taylor fan in the world. Um, I think maybe you said you hadn't either. but the best friends are are finally clicking for me. They never really did in, in Ring of Honor or in PWG or anywhere else. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, Tom, and, and I know you probably follow PG, PWG like I do, which is more reading about it than necessarily seeing everything um, outside of maybe BOLA and those things. Didn't they win the PWG tag team titles at one point?
1: They they did not, They did not, no. they did not. Tr- okay. Chuck Tr- Tr- Taylor was the world champion in PWG. Yes. Um, up until gosh, I want to say middle of 18. I had, I had seen every, every PWG show for the last, uh, for like uh, almost uh, ha- over half a decade. Um, okay. But yeah, n- but since that time, it's been very periodic. So um, yeah, and they again,
0: no,
1: no, they did not. And, and, that's, and that's where I actually really enjoyed Chuck Taylor more than anything else um, was in PWG. Like it just, it was the right fit for him.
0: Yeah. And the only reason I say that is there was a comment made in in their promo package that they did about how they'd never won tag titles together. And I thought, man, I thought they were PWG, but they weren't. Um, So thank you for that. Um, You and I both talked about it. I I think they probably win the titles. I think we probably see, you know, Paige and Omega explode here. Maybe they don't, though, because they've really backed off that. But that also makes me think they're probably going to the turn um, because they backed off it a little bit. Um and not made it quite so blatant that they don't get along, or they've made it a little more of a joke that they don't get along, uh, which might just be totally a red herring to make us go, oh, they're just loving each other now, and you know, boom, then one of them turns. I'm still not convinced that it's going to be Paige. Uh, wouldn't shock me to see Omega turn and and try to make him a heel, uh, which I think would be interesting if they do that. Uh, the wins Title match, I got to be honest, Ford doesn't do a lot for me in the ring. Um, She's, she's okay, but I I can't help but think that maybe this was supposed to be Chris Statlander originally, and and with her injury, um, you know, Ford got the spot. I there's no way she loses the title to Penelope Ford. Um, They'd be insane. Um, And then uh, the only thing we neither neither was really touched on, but that tag match, MJF and Wardlow. I love Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Um, They are both. Stars in the making in in my eyes. Um, Wardlow is good too, and MJF is you know a future world champion probably. So uh, that'll be that'll be really fun too. I think. Uh, so I think night one's going to be really really fun. Um, I have a my first trivia night in a venue in over three and a half months tomorrow night. Um, so I will not be watching anything live. And then um, Thursday we have some some personal obligations, and then seeing like I said some friends over the weekend. So. Um, Wrestling is going to stack up on me this weekend a little bit with uh, with Fighter Fest, Great American Bash, and New Japan. Uh, perhaps when I when I when we stop hanging out with friends on Sunday, uh, I may disappear into the basement to try to get caught up on some things. Um, we'll, we'll just see how that works itself out. But uh, so I won't be watching live to either of these. I'm going to try to stay as spoiler free as I can, uh, which probably means avoiding Facebook and uh, and Twitter uh, for for all of these because even on Twitter. Um, New Japan Cup has been ruined. A few matches have been ruined for me. Nothing that I didn't expect, though. But um, at least I need to be careful about that is what I know. Well, should we talk about Great American Back? Oh, go ahead, Tom.
1: Yeah, no, I was just saying. So what you're saying to me is text updates coming your way in 3, 2, one.
0: <laughs> Right. right. <laughs> and Tom goes on block. Uh, <laughs> um, Fighter Fest, anything
1: else about night one there, Tom? No, nothing about the show specifically, but I just want to give a shout out to how much I've enjoyed uh, the role model, Britt Baker. Uh, oh, man. She's amazing. Awesome. I mean, I thought she was awesome before this, but now this injury and not having her have the opportunity to be in the ring, just everything that she's doing, gosh, it's like, I, I love to hate. The character so it just give me give me more whenever it's on tv i'm not i'm not annoyed by it like i think it's just swarmy and when she gets what's coming to her down the road it's gonna be fun to watch
0: yeah no i totally agree and i love that they're they're doing something with big swole with that too because i feel like she was just kind of hanging out in the women's division and not really having anything to do um and i think she's a talented person um so i'm glad to see her even though You know, we're not going to see a big swole versus Britt Baker match until maybe all out. Baker has said she's coming back at all out. Um, You know, whether she will, whether she won't, I think is up to how therapy goes. Maybe it's not quite as bad as they think. So they feel safe in saying, you know, that all out she should be able to be back by, which if they keep this up, and and they almost have to, right? Um, They can't, I mean, how else do you do a blow off? She's already put her in the dumpster, she dumped trash on her. Like, what do you do for a blow off until you can have a match? Uh, if they keep this thing going and swole and, and Baker finally go at it, it, all out. And that'll be one of the most uh, looked forward to matches on that card, I think, because they've done such a nice job booking it. Yeah. Uh, so give swole some wins over some other people, maybe have her face rebel. Um, you know, Baker makes rebel go in and, and fighter and swole just kicks the crap out of her, um, you know, to keep swole looking good. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Baker's been awesome. I'm sure she'll be all over both of these shows. Um, because she's been all over it uh, since since her injury. I love when they find creative ways. They being the wrestling world in general uh, to keep injured people who are interesting as a focal point. You know, whether it was the uh, the Randy News Network back with Randy Orton before. You know, twenty some years later, he's a little bit stale to me. But um, but back then, I thought that was awesome. They were keeping Randy Orton involved, even though he was hurt. Um, I think this is another example of of ways that they're doing that. Um, AEW is doing that in this case, uh, and not letting us forget her. So, so that's pretty good. And her interplay with Tony Schiavone is just awesome. I mean, and Schiavone plays the almost love-struck puppy, um, but yet you don't get the hint that it's anything romantic. You know, so they're not they're not going creepy with it, thankfully. Um, but kind of the the dorky guy who will do whatever the pretty girl tells him to even though she's being a total jerk to him um, so i uh i appreciate that um uh, maybe it's maybe it's part of my past i don't know but we don't have to go down that therapy road tonight <laughs> 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 uh we'll just move on from that comment from fighter fest um uh, you still stare at my uh face with voice things coming out of it or my head <laughs> there with voice things Great American Bash night one preview here is the card for Before that,
1: you've got to get an image to go in that little white circle like you're throwing me off
0: i know i i'm trying to figure out if there was a way to do it i've been kind of clicking on things being careful not to actually leave because i'm afraid um that if i well it's just for fun let's yep nothing's changed there there we go i look very thoughtful oh now i'm amazed um all right yeah let's stop that um <laughs> Yeah, I'm really hoping my camera figures this out because I'm supposed to hope, host an online trivia on Thursday night. So, oh, the troubles of the internet. Great American Bash Night One also has one, two, three, four, five matches on it uh, in no particular order. Um, this is just the order I found them online. Uh, there is the number one contenders women's match, uh, which is now an elimination match, which I think is an interesting. Uh, stipulation that we'll want to talk about. Mia Yim versus Candice LeRae versus Tegan Nox versus Dakota Kai. We have a strap match versus Roderick Strong versus Roderick Strong, yes. Roderick (laughs) Strong versus Dexter Loomis, the strap versus Roderick. Um, Roderick's scared of everything right now, or at least scared of Dexter, so he's not going to be able to run now. Uh, We have a handicap match. We'll have some stuff to say maybe about this. Rhea Ripley versus Aliyah and Robert Stone. If Ripley loses, she joins the Robert Stone brand. Uh, we have Oni Lorcan versus Timothy Thatcher. Our buddy Larry is licking his chops at that Beyond uh, homage match right there, and a non-title match: Io Shirai takes on Sasha Banks. Tom, what are you looking forward to out of those uh, those five, or not looking forward to perhaps?
1: Yeah, I mean they're all really solid on paper, and I and again I consistently, without fail, enjoy the NXT product. Um, more than any other WWE output. Like I, I rarely watch Raw or SmackDown all the way through. I, I usually find a segment or an in-ring interview or a backstage or a match that I'm just like, eh, I, I can save five minutes by fast forwarding through this. It's not the case with NXT. So, um, you know, and, and, I, and I just am more, even more, more invested with the stories. Why? I mean, the talent on Raw and SmackDown isn't bad compared to the NXT talent. And perchance they're maybe equally as fresh in this day and age. But yeah, I just gravitate towards NXT. Uh, That being said, tomorrow, I mean, I just, the, the whole Sasha Banks and Bayley duo has been fantastic but having Sasha go and challenge Io Shirai non-title and just what, like what's the, like what's the, what's the, what's the end game there? Like it, I, I hope that it's fantastic in the ring and I expect it to be fantastic in the ring, but what's the payoff? What are we looking forward to as a fan in the end? Hopefully something worthwhile that builds something more, but I just, I don't see it today. Um, I am thrilled. I, I will say the match I'm most looking forward to Um and it's probably actually a tie now that I now that I say those words out loud, Timothy Thatcher, Oni Lorcan. Again, I just, they have a history. They've been in the ring before. Thatcher has been uh, absent from being in the ring, I think since the fight pit. So he's been doing the Thatch's Thatch can uh, vignettes, which have been really cool. Um, And again, if you would have said to me four years ago, three years ago, man, in 2020, um, Timothy Thatcher is going to be a guy that, on NXT where he gets a lot of, a, a lot of focus. I'd have been like, okay, I'll see you then. And I would, have, I would have like smirked and walked away, but here we are. Um, so that, that should be pretty awesome and hard hitting and good. And then the, the four-way, the four-way elimination, again, all of those women are fantastic in the ring and I don't even know who to pick to win if we were to do a pick them. So thankfully we're not. Um, but whoever whoever comes out, uh, I I kind of see it being Dakota Kai, maybe, because um, I think she could easily be you know someone that Shirai gets a win over to to have a, a built defense. Um, maybe the second week we'll see or down the road. Um, but but the in ring with that with those four ladies uh, should be great. And then I, I love Dexter Loomis, too, so I don't want to I don't want to diminish that. And I love Roddy, um, and I think the strat match should be fun. I'm still trying to figure out the Dexter Loomis character because it seems like there's a couple of different like things happening with him. Obviously, he's mixed up with the Undisputed Era, but there's kind of this Velveteen Dream background potential tag team thing going on. And well, where does that well, go?
0: Well, um, that may not go anywhere. Um, we we don't want to delve too deep into this because we've we want to stay on the the positive pieces of wrestling, but um, dreams had some some accusations come out in the last few weeks as well um that they mentioned him one time very briefly on wednesday night um either about cole beating him or or it might have been the, the the loomis inviting him to be in a tag team but you know dream didn't want anything to do with that it was the only time they mentioned him wednesday night um i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens there i think there's there's more to come on that um uh, but yeah, I, I you know I agree. Loomis, Loomis feels like he should be a heel. <laughs> I mean, he kidnaps people and and he stalks people and he's creepy as all get out. Um, but he's a babyface. Okay. Um, I, Tom, did I cut you off? Was there more you were saying there?
1: No, 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 no. Okay. I was I am nodding in approval with with your yeah. comments about Dexter Loomis. There, I mean, he's a he's a tortured artist, right? That's that's right. The and,
0: and there's. Yeah, the artist thing has just kind of come into to view here lately with with that picture with the dream. Um it seems to me, and I could be totally way over reacting, way over reading. Um, I, I too have really liked NXT. Uh, although there've been little things they've done lately where I'm like, huh, is Vince paying more attention to NXT? And what does that mean if he is? Um they had a barf skit a couple of weeks ago with, I think it was with Cameron Grimes, if I remember right. No, um, it was Robert Stone. Oh, it was Robert Stone. That makes more yeah. sense. Why Why did I say Grimes? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. There have been little things. Um, you know, it, it, they've now taken, so, so here's maybe one thing I'm not necessarily looking forward to on Great American Bash is you've taken Rhea Ripley, who was, Red hot going into WrestleMania has been red hot since survivor series of last year. Red hot going into mania. Yes. She lost that match to Charlotte. I didn't love that. She lost it. I I felt like they kind of cut the legs out from her a little bit, but I thought they can, they can bring her right back. You know, they can, then she was gone for a little bit. Maybe there was a visa issue. Maybe there wasn't rumors abound, but either way, she comes back and you've got her in a program with Robert stone and Aaliyah. Really? I mean, I'm not saying she should be challenging Io Shirai right away. I understand you want to, you know, save that as something. But, man, I I mean, yes, I guess this could be a way you bring Aaliyah and Robert Stone up. But something tells me that's not the way. I'm fearful that they're going to go with some goofy finish and she's going to end up in the Robert Stone brand on Wednesday night. Um,
1: And what's happened with Chelsea Green? Like Chelsea Green fired Robert Stone. Why is he not going after her? Like I understand why they're going after it. I mean, there's the backstory there, but like, uh, shouldn't your motivation be going after the person who dumped you?
0: Right. And and the the rumor was that she dumped him because she was headed to RAW, and so they just needed to break that team up so that they could move her. Well, now she's sitting at home doing nothing. Um, because, you know, at least that seems to be what's happening because she hasn't been anywhere near a TV screen since that happened. Um, you know, she teamed up with Charlotte. She won the match dumps Robert Stone and apparently goes off to Never Neverland. I'm not really <laughs> sure what happened to Chelsea Green. Um yeah, there's just there's things they could be doing. So so there's pieces to NXT that I'm like, man, what are they? You know, usually their booking's pretty solid. And especially with the women, frankly, it's been pretty solid, you know, historically. Um I, I do love the four-way, the elimination match. I love that it's an elimination match. I think all three and four-ways should be elimination matches. Maybe that's the ECW fan in me um, for the old triple threats, but um, or three-way dances, when they, with the way they called them. Um, so I love that it's an elimination, especially with something on the line, like the number one contendership, which you usually don't do a fatal four-way or, unless you've got something on the line. Um, it, it makes it... You know, you've got to earn it. You've got to outlast three other people, even though you don't have to necessarily beat any, but the last person, you still got to outlast them. Um, I agree with you. Again, it kind of seems like EO has has gone more babyface lately. Um, so Dakota Kai would make a lot of sense. Um, I think you hold off on Candice Lerae at this point. I still think there's more to be told with her and Mia. Um, I would I would hold off on that. I know they they're. You know, they keep saying they're building towards, or not saying they're building towards, but they keep saying that Johnny and Candice want to be the first husband and wife to ever hold the titles together. Um, Johnny doesn't seem to be moving into the title picture anytime super soon, unless Keith Lee wins the title in two weeks, and then you could go to Keith Lee, Johnny Gargano again. Um, so maybe that's where they're headed, and, and in which case, maybe then Candace winning makes makes sense. I'd love to see Kai get the win, though, because I do feel like she and and Knox have been kind of forgotten about a little bit too. Um, and I'd like to see both of them get things to sink their teeth into a little bit, um, because I think they're both super talented ladies and and want to see more of them uh, on the screen. I think even Raquel Gonzalez has been a really, really pretty good in her role as the, you know, bodyguard, butt kicking, um, one arm power bombing Casey Catanzaro last week. Um, that's that was pretty impressive to see, frankly. Uh just looking at those matches, I agree with you. The strap match, I kind of like that it's a strap match because then Roddy can't run away um, from Dexter. You know, at this point, he's scared of him, whatever. Uh, there'll be some some haha and shenanigans in that. And Roddy is, is actually really funny. Um, for as serious of a wrestler as he can be, he's got a ton of personality uh, and, and has played this actually really well. I'm glad they finally um, let on Roddy figured out that Kyle O'Reilly was the doctor. Like, it's the worst kept secret in NXT. So I'm glad he finally, I guess, turned his head and looked at the doctor. Um, I don't think Kyle O'Reilly had actually been there in person though. The la- the f- few weeks before that, um, it seemed they never actually showed him sitting with the rest of Undisputed Era. So I think it was all done by video. And now, now that they're back together, they can, they can reveal it. I guess. Um, so that'll be fun. I agree with you. Lork and Thatcher are just gonna. Tear the crap out of each other for hopefully more than six or seven minutes. Uh, that'd be my only fear is that they don't give them enough time. But um, they should have a really good match. And Shirai Banks, uh, you know, these two can't have. I don't think could have a bad match. So it's going to be a good night. Um, really, the only match that I look at and go, eh, is that handicap match. And I and I love Rhea Ripley, so I feel bad in saying that. Um, but it's just the booking of Rhea Ripley that. It's kind of like the booking, although not nearly as bad right now, but it's kind of like the booking of Shayna Baszler. You've got somebody who's white hot, and in that case, Shayna and, and Chelsea are apparently sipping drinks somewhere together um, because Shayna's fallen off the face of the earth. I don't even know if she's been on Main Event. I don't even look at the results for Main Event. So I couldn't even tell you if she's killing an enhancement talent there.
1: I can't imagine. Right, yeah. I mean, and again, same with Bianca Belair, but again, we could we – could- she-
0: I have read. She has been on main event, which again, yeah, yeah, I, you know, um, yeah, we could we could go on and on about the terrible booking of the women on the quote unquote main rosters of Raw and SmackDown. Uh, don't do it to NXT. You know, you've you've got a killer women's division, uh, and Mercedes Martinez is coming in. Looks like maybe, you know, she mentioned about not not caring about the rules in her little promo. So thinking she's going to come in and tear some stuff up. Uh, which is great because Mercedes Martinez has been around since you and I started watching ring of honor (laughs) 18 years ago um, or whatever it was. Um, So uh, thrilled to see her coming back, but I I think they're going to be interesting. I think next week when we get back together to be able to look back at fighter fest and great American Bash night one, it'll be interesting to see um, how those shows pan out and whether, you know, our feeling that fighter fest kind of has the upper hand going in, whether that plays out on Wednesday night or not. Uh, and also, what do they set up for for week two? Because uh, if John Moxley is able to be there on week two, uh, you've got a heck of a world title match there in week two on Fighter Fest. You've got uh, Chris Jericho, <laughs> Orange Cassidy, which has been built. We can talk more obviously next week. Been built, outstanding. Uh, you've got a killer eight man tag. Uh, you know they've they've got they've got their work cut out for them on July eighth too uh, with this this Fighter Fest and Great American Bash thing. So it'll be interesting to see what they load up July 8th with besides Colin Lee, which is nothing to shake a stick at either. That That's going to be awesome. Uh, it would be the way that I would look at it. I'm really looking forward to Colin Lee. Again, no idea when I'll be able to see that match that week, but that'll be a problem for another day. Um, any uh, parting thoughts, Tom? This could end up being our shortest show yet, I think. I don't know if we've gone under an hour yet.
1: We haven't. So yeah, here we are record setting. No, this was, this was good. It was a good, sustained conversation. Uh, You know, I think all the three, the three topics that we hit on were, um, were timely and there's a lot of good wrestling on tap this week. So I'm grateful for a a longer holiday weekend upcoming uh, and um, some time off from work to, to give myself some Tom time and watch some wrestling.
0: (laughs) There you go. Tom, Carrying cross, Bobo. uh, Apparently, from the look that he's got going on, although wearing a Young Buck shirt, so you know, yeah, not not too NXT. You got a little NXT AEW thing going on right now.
1: Again, I ride the line, man. I don't, I don't, (laughs) I don't favor one or the other. Uh, That being said, so on the whole, you brought him up, and and then when we joked before we hit record, on my whole look of of (laughs) mocking mocking Carrying Cross in a way. I know you said you're looking forward to Adam Cole, Keith Lee. I am too. But until they announce Karrion Cross in a match next week, and I don't know if they will or won't, it makes me nervous that we're going to get a bad finish in that title match. But we'll talk about that more next week. Not So, spoiler, reason for our viewers to tune back in.
0: That's right. Uh, and, and hopefully they'll be able to view me next week, uh, unlike <laughs> just for the first half tonight, um, whatever went on with my camera here. So. um yeah, we'll talk more next week about uh, Fader Fest and, and the Bash. We've got actually the whole month of July pretty well kind of scoped out. we got to f- figure out exact dates that we'll record on some of those weeks. But uh, we've got so, some fun stuff, I hope, coming up. Uh, we'll look at look at extreme rules, and we're going to do a little bit of a throwback uh, towards the end of the month. And I'll just leave the tease at that, and we can talk more uh, in the weeks to come about what that throwback will be uh, that we were looking at doing, doing towards the end of the month. Uh, who knows? Maybe we'll even touch on Impact Slammiversary, although neither one of us really follow Impact beyond reading the results in our Fantasy Wrestling League. So um, I don't know that we'll have a lot of intelligent things to say about Slammiversary. But...
1: Okay, and just a quick question, just because I'm still wondering and I haven't finished Raw all the way yet from last night. Yep. Why is Extreme Rules called the horror show?
0: They have not explained that. Okay. Um, all right. I assume it's got something to do with that Wyatt Swamp match. Uh, between Strowman and Bray Wyatt, um, I, I have fears about that match, and we talk about it more when we preview Extreme Rules later in the month. But um, I'm having flashbacks to what did they? It was a, it wasn't Firefly Funhouse? Um, Randy Orton and and Bray had a match.
1: Yeah, Sister, Ab- Sister Abigail's house.
0: That's Sister Abigail's house. Yeah, and he set it on fire and all of that. Um, yeah, I'm having flashbacks. It's going to obviously that's going to be a cinematic match. We're going to get another one of those. Um, I, you know, uh, br- real briefly before we sign off, Tom, I guess I want to make us go over an hour. I don't know. Um, I should, we should mention we did picks for backlash was the last show we did. We did not mention, um, how those turned out. Um, we, you and I, uh, made the same picks. I believe they were the same picks, um, on a, on a message board where we do some pick and, uh, just going to pull up the results there. Cause I know they're not in my favor. Uh, Tom went five and two uh, for Backlash, and I went three and four <laughs> for Backlash. Um, and and the one thing I just want to say, and and we don't have to go too in depth about it, what the hell was that crap about the tag titles with the Street prophets and the Viking Raiders? I Holy forget, stuff, that was bad.
1: I, yeah, I forget who I said this to, um, but I said it was like a car accident. And you, you know, you want to turn away because you shouldn't watch, but you just can't pull yourself away.
0: It was a trash monster, Tom. <laughs> I was know, a trash monster.
1: I know, I know. Oh. It's, it's the whole thing. I mean, like, and the I, ninjas at least
0: just stuck around. I guess at least they, you know, they weren't a one-off. But
1: I want to say shame on Bruce Prichard and shame on Vince McMahon. And and maybe that's all there is. Maybe that maybe the buck stops with both of them. I, I mean, I know it stops with Vince, but good golly, <laughs>
0: that was bad. You know, of the cinematic things they have done, it ain't even close. That's the worst thing I think I've seen. Right. Um, Right. So, and, anyway. and,
1: and and no, and thanks for bringing up the records. I I didn't want to bring it up today. I wanted to have a really positive podcast. <laughs> it's <laughs> ending it's ending in a positive way for me. I was what I was ready to just let that lie until we talked about extreme rules, but you set the table and in two weeks when we talk about that, you know, now we know now we know who's in the lead. So thank you. Yeah,
0: definitely definitely is you. Uh I uh I I fumbled all over that, <laughs> that card. Uh didn't did not do well. So All right, everybody. Well, thanks for uh, tuning in with us. Thanks for dealing with uh, my camera issues and watching the sound cloud around my little nondescript head uh, over next to Tom there. Uh, We will see you uh, next week. Our hope is to record again on Tuesday night next week. Um, So hopefully roughly one week from when you're watching this, there will be another episode up. Uh, Catching up not only on night one of Fighter Fest and the Grand American Bash, talking about night two, talking about where we're at, the New Japan Cup. And who knows what else we'll have that week. Um, I think that'll still be a week before Extreme Rules. So um, we will see you all in about a week. Everybody stay safe. Hey, you know, if you're out in public, seriously, I'll just say it, wear a mask. Let's get through this thing, people. (laughs) Let's get through this thing. All right, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy. We'll talk to you in a week or so. Take care.